Can you hear the music? Hell yeah. This gets me right out. Fucking love this shit. And he wrote this all on his own. Like, this is him. It's a good one. I like it. it. Trying to get lyrics added to it. Been saying that for months now. All right, welcome back to another episode of On the Throne with Dick. And shout out to Senjin Boisha for that incredible intro-outro music. Solid, solid individual. You can find him on YouTube and TikTok and Facebook. I'm pretty sure I've seen him on Facebook. So go give him a follow. Go check him out. And on today's episode, we have a special guest, Kara. And I don't want to butcher the last name. Kara, is it Barend? It's Barend, yeah. Barend. See, I pronounced it Barend. I mean, bear like the paint and like your ass, whatever. Bear like the paint. That is, that's a good one. I like that. Yeah. How are you? Doing good. How are you? I'm so good. I see you got the Christmas tree in the background. We do. We do. Figure we nice. give you guys a little bit of a different view today. <laughs> the, uh, it's funny because we're recording this like a week before Christmas, but when it comes out, it's going to be like two weeks after Christmas. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's cool, you know. Like, um, I don't know. I, I can I can decide what to put out. I could put this out Christmas Day, you know. That it's it's Be a little choice. bit of a present for everybody. You never know what's gonna pop out. That's true. That's true. Uh, <laughs> um, I had Santa on. I was gonna save that one for Christmas Day, but you know, last minute it was like November thirtieth, and last minute I'm like. You know what? It's December 1st. Why not? And so we put it out December 1st as a way of saying like, hey, happy December. The whole mm -hmm. month is festive. So heck yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. What are you up to? Not much. Uh, we're doing a little bit of wedding planning. We are getting ready to move soon. So went and picked up some boxes today. Um, yeah, just putting all the things together to make it uh, work. <laughs> some people move from the cold to the hot some people move from the hot to the cold and you're moving from the hot to the hot kind of not really um north carolina is pretty cold during the winter um it's decently humid and hot during the summer so it's seasons that we haven't had out here in arizona but i'm excited grayson grayson magaha he he's a good friend of mine from north carolina and i can't remember where but uh, he told me how cold it gets there, and that is not cold. Well, um, it's cold. Americans. <laughs> Americans, I tell you. <laughs> Listen, I lived in Alaska a long, 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 long time ago. We were basically neighbors, you and I. Um, I can do the cold, cold. I just prefer one, not two, and two, anything below body temperature is cold. So Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I work outside in the minus 40 minus 50 and you know i don't like it if i, if I could move anywhere warmer i, I would 100 percent. Right. the problem is you can't find anywhere where it's like a perfect amount of warm but like no humidity or like a good sure. amount of humidity i don't know it's just everywhere has its sacrifices and you just got to be willing to do it that's true. You know, I live where the air hurts my face, so I don't get bit by, like, poisonous snakes and reptiles and all this other stuff, you know? Yeah, but don't you guys have, like, poisonous maple leaves up there? 
Uh, so the Maple Leafs are are in Toronto and they are toxic for okay. our health, but like they, they that, that's just toxic for our health. If we do, they avoid at least them, apologize after you like have to be seen by a doctor. Oh yeah, no, they okay. apologize quite often. Sometimes okay. you know when people are throwing like jerseys on the ice and stuff like that, they put out a public apology for the way they've been playing. So shit, are you a hockey fan? I am actually. I'm not a Leafs fan. What uh, are you so a fan? I grew up a, li- grew up a Lightning fan because my family's from Florida, and then uh, I was at Walter Reed in DC for a long time. So I'm actually a big Caps fan. Hey, shout out to the Caps, my second favorite team, only Jeff, because of Ovechkin. Cheers to that. You're drinking your cheap wine. I'm drinking free water out of my stand. Yeah, no. Um, I've seen quite a few games uh, in person. Ovechkin's one of my favorite players to watch. Um, he's just a powerhouse, an absolute animal on the ice. And anybody with that kind of passion and any sort of anything is just fun to watch. So, I Hell yeah. Him. Ovechkin's my all-time favorite player. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You know, um, I've been watching him this season, and he looks like he might be starting to decline a little bit. But that guy's 37, I mean, 38. I was gonna say he's almost forty now. He's he's kind of getting up there, and it's starting to be. Uh, it's gonna be one of those career-ending like things when it comes out. I feel old. Ovechkin and Crosby are at the end, and I was like fifteen when they started. Mm-hmm. I feel old. You should. How are how old are you? I'm thirty-five. Okay, you got five years on me. Oh. You're getting old too, though. I How, know. How's the bladder? Is it uncontrollable? Uh, you know, it's a little crippled these days. But hey, <laughs> this is what it is. Shit. No, uh, all right, we'll get into that. But like you, uh, you were saying Walter Reed. Like so, Walter Reed. That's like a the VA, the military hospital. So Walter Reed is the big hospital over um, in DC, Bethesda, that they send everybody after they get home from like war and stuff like that when they're all fucked up. So they basically will ship them to Longstuhl in Germany or Ramstein. And then once they're stable enough, they'll ship them to Walter Reed to do the rest of their like healing and recovery and surgeries. Yeah. And whatnot. I wasn't yeah. when all of this happened. Um, so I actually was in Maryland. I was at Fort Meade uh, doing my job and stuff like that. And I got really, 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 really sick one day. Um, we had known that I was getting sicker, but we didn't know quite that it was going to get this gnarly. Um, long story short, uh, my mom found me basically like gray, unconscious, unresponsive in the front seat of my car, um, in the handicapped spot at the medical center at Fort Maid, And, uh, nobody had done anything the whole 10 hours that I had been passed out there unresponsive. It was a uh, foreshadow. Yeah, so she found me, um, and Shit. they got me to the hospital and stuff like that. But, yeah, I uh, I didn't really leave Walter Reed after that. Well, at least now you get to park there legally. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. No, no I have, I was still legally parking there before. I just, oh. something happened with my car. Um, it wouldn't turn over, and at the same time, something was happening with me, and I guess I just stopped turning over. And I oh, like, you're... Your legs were already like. Yep, they're already going. Already... They're already going on me. So it's a progressive oh. disorder. So it started with just one leg and one foot, went all the way up. I got into a car accident. It spread it up my spinal column, 
I was getting sicker and sicker and sicker and sicker. My body was having trouble eating, having trouble with pretty much everything. Uh, yeah. Shit. Wow. Damn. So I, I, I went live with you last night on, mm -hmm. on TikTok. I, oh, yeah. and you know, it was a pretty big moment for me when you came in because I've been watching you for a while and like, I like your content. It's, it's awesome. That. And I love your humor, you know, I love your humor and, you know, uh, I think everyone, you know, get, should give you a big, you know, salute, shout out. Thank you for your service kind of thing. I'm Canadian, but still thank you for your service. Yeah. All right. My cat's trying to not thank me. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, no, that's, that's awesome. So, um, I guess what happened where you, uh, where you lost the use of one of your legs in the first place? Yeah, no. Um, so it started out with a bunionectomy. Long story short, um, the boots that we were wearing in the military caused the bones in my feet to not be growing properly. Um, so they shifted, caused the little bunion on the side, right? Had to go in and for surgery and get it fixed. And it caused this neurological disorder that progressively paralyzed me. Shit. Man, you really did sacrifice it all for your country, right? Like, didn't mean to. I mean, no. <laughs> let's let's be super clear. Like that was, I was at a stateside base seeing an army doctor. Stateside, like I didn't think that anything would happen with something like that. But uh, as I've learned since then, you know, I'm sorry. Uh, do you know what they call doctors? They get D's in medical school uh quacks no lieutenant <laughs> that's funny <laughs> lieutenant diane you got your legs back <laughs> she smelled like cigarettes lieutenant diane <laughs> uh do you know um tyler uh shit what's his name on tiktok he's in the military he makes those military videos he's he actually does those uh like that 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 swedish girl who like bentley and and like he's like, we don't have one of those. I think I just saw that. Yeah, I just yeah. saw that. Yeah, yeah. No, I that guy's that guy's funny and also in the military. I would it be funny if he's a lieutenant. I'm totally gonna ask him now. Um, if you look at his thingy, I'm pretty sure he's enlisted. It looked like he was either like a sergeant or like right below that, like a corporal. Okay, you can't be a lieutenant if you're enlisted. No. Yeah, it's I don't a, know this. I don't know. I this mean, stuff. you could switch up and go like officer to enlist, or I'm sorry, enlisted to officer. Um, we call that the green to gold program. But most of us, I mean, yeah, it's usually like a straight commission in from college or the very, very, very rare few that uh, switch over and they usually go into like chief warrant officer programs. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Is that? Is that your cat or is that your man right there? That was my man making noise. Tell tell your man I say hi and hey, congratulations or, or pre-congratulations on the upcoming nuptials in like two weeks. I two weeks today? That. It's uh, 12 days out. Yeah. 12, 12 days out. Damn. New Year's Damn, Eve. Yeah. You. Where, where are you guys going? Vegas. I think I knew that actually. Uh, I think you did tell me that. Um, is it a big wedding? Um, it was supposed to just be the two of us in a drive-thru. Uh, so it's bigger than I anticipated originally, which is cool. 
Um, so we're uh, looking at like 30 people um, that uh, that are that are going to be coming. 30 people, not including Elvis. Yeah, I didn't include Elvis in my count. I love that. I love that he's walking you down the aisle. Or yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. excited. That's that, that. I'd be excited too. Is he also marrying you? He is. Yeah, he's the efficient efficient as well. Um, so it's actually this place called the Graceland Chapel down in Las Vegas, obviously. Um, and it's the place where Bon Jovi went and got married. Um, yeah. So it's there's a big historical thing there in Vegas. And Gage and I met out in the desert uh, doing like rally racing and stuff like that. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. Did you do did you do the rally racing before your accident or like just did that start after? Um, so my brain's always been wired for it, but I started actually doing it after. Hell yeah. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. That yeah. that that is so cool. Like that that yeah. see what I mean? Like like this is why I like your content, you know, you're you're a veteran and like your you don't let your uh disability, your accident you don't let your accident like hold you back from anything. You're like, Hey, if I want to do it, I'm doing it. You know? So like you're trying to get it. You said something about trying to like maybe get in with NASCAR or something yep. like that. My goal is to one day drive for NASCAR. That is badass. Yeah. yeah. That is badass. You want to be the next Danica Patrick. Maybe no, even more I legendary. Be the first Cara Baron. Oh, no, there's, damn. there's not going to be anybody else that's ever come before that's going to be like me and there's nobody else that'll come after that will be anything like me i don't know maybe you'll inspire a whole generation of, I of hope girls so. right i hope somebody speeds right on past me but until then i'm just gonna keep whooping that ass that's amazing that and you 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 give no fucks eh? like you just just like you just shift and go like i don't know if that's nascar shift or not but like, i mean close you gotta get a little closer to the money gear grind out <laughs> no that's that's awesome is that how you okay and i noticed you're affiliated with heat waves mm -hmm. right is that how you got your affiliation because like they're big into the into the rally car thing too right yeah um no i i actually got my affiliation with them through off-road racing utv racing so the mint 400 king of the hammers california 300 um i chased for the Vegas. Torino for Ken Block a couple of years ago. That's uh, cool. Yeah, that was. Didn't he just die? He did. He did pass away. Rest in peace to him. Yeah. Right. Maybe forever. Um, yeah. But yeah, so like that was that was one of the coolest experiences of my life because it was his first big long course de uh, desert race, and it was my first time like really chasing, not just like being a part of a chase truck, but like actually chasing. So it was a super super cool experience. That does sound cool. I, I've never been to a NASCAR event. Um, I'm not really into racing. I don't think I could sit there for like six hours and watch cars go around, like make left turns constantly. But like, it's still something that, you know, I'd like to experience. It's still a I think you would event. enjoy desert racing more than NASCAR racing. You only see the cars once every like, I don't know, two hours. Um, here's my puppy. But uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot more gnarly. Um, there's a lot more chaos that ensues. Cars break. You've got to like find a team that you can put your part on their car and like send them out and hope that they cut the zip ties at the right time so that it flings off. And yeah. It, 
it's like a lot of moving pieces but at the end it's the it's you versus the desert and like everybody's there to help you try and beat the desert and whoever wins after that is whatever so it's just a really 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 cool atmosphere Hell yeah. What are your favorite what what are your favorite heat waves? Like what which ones do you prefer? Um the Maryland's, if we're going for the female style. Um they're the black one with the uh, all the way over there. I'd go get a they're all the way over there. They're cute. I like them. Um and then the new transition uh safety glasses are the tits. Yeah, yeah. So sick. Right. Z, Z87 rated. Yep. Freaking amazing. Yeah. What's your code? Uh, mine is kind of a quad 10 if you need anything. I like those glasses on you, though. Hell those yeah. They're, they're, uh, they're scratched to shit right now. I need to get right. a new pair of lenses. So, hey. um, yeah. My, my code's Frost8910. Okay. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I saw, I saw that in your, in your link, actually. I was like, man, you know, and, and I was watching your videos and you're, you're driving, right? And, or I think that was you driving. It was like a point of view kind of thing. Nope, and, no, driving. No? No, those are the new cameras and mounting systems I've been working on for uh, like media stuff for other drivers. That you're, you're working on that stuff for mm -hmm. other drivers. See, you just, you just more and more amazing all the time, right? Like, look at you go. I just, my mind sees one thing and I want to be able to portray it to people. And I think it's important to be able to give people that view that we see as a driver. Yeah. Otherwise, like, there's no way to explain why the hell we're as dumb as we are in those cars. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, but yeah, so I saw that and I saw that video and I saw that you had tagged Heatwave and, uh, and that was another thing. I'm like, I'm also affiliated with Heatwave, right? And like, I love Heatwave. Um, have you heard of, and I don't want to bring it up, but have you heard of the other glasses company, uh, Two Savage? Mm -mm. No, I don't know. They're everywhere right now. And they're kind of, they're kind of like, you know, they're everywhere. And they, they reached out to me last night and I'm mm. like, delete yeah that's fair i mean yeah never gonna find a company as down to earth but also like willing to just blue go see your dad please okay go see your dad all the way go to your dad ma'am <laughs> uh, i love that your dog's name is blue this is what she's doing now hello her little piggy and just <laughs> she's only two right yeah yeah like you'll not like you said you'll never find a company as good as he was right and you won't they put up with my dog scratching all over them jumping on me yeah I, can you so... please grab her so um these got run over not these ones i had to replace them but they got run over um, by a very heavy vehicle. <laughs> and the only thing that happened was like, it, they cracked. Here, give they me two yep. seconds. Yeah, no worries. Right.
I'm sorry about that. <laughs> no worries. That's what editing is for. That is very true. I, I don't that. usually edit, but like. Turn the fucking lock. <laughs> so smart. So smart. But she can open up door handles if you don't turn the actual lock on it. So if you don't turn the lock, she's guaranteed to escape no matter what you do or what you put in there. Striving to achieve just like her mom. She's on my last nerve these days. <laughs> I don't have the patience for this and all of the wedding planning. It's frustrating. Oh, man. I can only imagine. My wife and I, when we got married, we've been married for 11 years this year. Mm. And together for almost 20. So it's it's been it's been a ride. Um, so when we got married, it was in uh, Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, up here in the Canadian North. And um, we... It was just us. We we eloped, whatever you want to call it. My wedding ring cost me twenty dollars on a going out of business uh, sale. I lost it. I'm not really a, a a ring kind of person. And then my wife's ring uh, was also like eighty percent off. It still cost us two hundred bucks, but it was still like eight eighty percent off at the same place. And ah, uh, just. You know, she still has it, so I don't have mine. Heck yeah. Hell yeah. Oh man. Yeah, so like yeah, as I was saying, like my my they, they got run over and all that happened was like a crack down the sit down down the center of the and these aren't them. These these ones I had I replaced them, but oh yeah, no, they chef's kiss. Gotta love heat waves. Oh yeah. I can't tell you how many glasses I've literally had like fly off my face and go through and out the window when we were driving down the road and stuff like that. And we go and pick stuff up and find it later. And somehow it's just a little scratch. Like it's pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Those glasses are pretty durable and you know, sh shout out to heat waves, frost 8910 and uh, kind of a quad 10. Mm -hmm. There you go. Get your heat waves. Links in bio. I I also saw in your bio when I was looking there that like you have. Uh, don't worry about the noise. Yeah, it, it's not a perfect. It's not a perfect podcast. I'm not perfect. The podcast is not perfect. I we was gonna say. I say. I just ask one thing of be quiet for like a little fucking bit. <laughs> no. Hey, you know what? Honestly, honestly, like it's like running into a friend on the street and having a conversation. You can't. The background noise is going, and it, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. No, even sweat it. But I, I, I also on your bio, I saw that you have a couple um, things there for like vets and stuff like that, like yeah. uh, donation links, I guess. Yeah. So uh, there's a couple different ones in there. Uh, Warfighter Made is a SoCal-based nonprofit that helps provide adrenaline therapy for veterans through like UTV and like off-road. Uh, recreational driving. Um, basically, what we're finding is PTSD at the very, very, very basic block of it is a chemical memory in the brain. And if you can give the brain positive chemical memories to back up from and have trigger instead of these like traumatic ones, you're going to kind of be better off in the long run. Uh, so putting veterans in cars, getting them adrenaline therapy, getting them going, working with their buddies, camaraderie, getting back into being the man of the family again, um, really, really, really does a lot of good. 
Um, and then Oscar Mike in military jargon means on the move. And we help military veterans get up and on the move again after illnesses and life changing injuries. That's awesome. Yeah. No, that's cool. And you, did you start those? No, I did no. not. Uh, so Oscar Mike was founded by a Marine who came back from the invasion of Iraq. Uh, three days after he came home, was in a traumatic car accident, left him a quadriplegic, ended up losing his fiance, um, went down a dark long path um, and ended up starting this t-shirt company in his garage with his buddy to help veterans basically just find adaptive sports again. Um, but there's a whole bunch on Oscar Mike if you go on to Oscar Mike and stuff like that because Noah's got a super cool rad story and I don't want to steal his thunder. It, um, what's his name? Noah Courier. I'm gonna look that up. I got. I, I I love that kind of stuff. So like that's oh, yeah. gonna. That's awesome. He's, I'm gonna. He's not super far from you too. He's up in uh, Illinois. They're yeah, like right. Hey, that's part only of Illinois, Wisconsin. Like 15 hours away, I think. I mean, that's not too too far. It's not literally. You know, that's half half the way back to where I'm originally from. When we drive, okay. my wife and my sister have made that drive and have gone through Chicago twice. Oh, heck yeah. I mean, you might as well. Let me know when you guys are going to come up through next. I'll make sure I go up there and we'll introduce you to the whole gang. There's a, oh, damn. Yeah, definitely. No, that'd be, that'd be so cool. I, so the whole point of this that's podcast the... is to talk to people that have been through so many different things and, and that have interesting stories and, you know, like, okay, this is going to sound a little off colored, but like I was at, I, I went out to get away from social media for the night with my coworkers. We ended up going to the strip club, right? I don't spend money there, but they did. And like when I walked in, I got recognized by a lot of the people that were working there. Like, oh, there's Dick Frost. And the owner came and sat with us. And because the owner came and sat with us, all of the strippers came and sat with us. Always. And then there's this one, Miss BJ Worldwide. <laughs> she was sitting with us. And I was chatting with her. And like I wasn't looking anywhere else but her eyes. And I was like, kind of like trying in podcast mode with her right i'm like so yeah how'd you get into this what made you get into wanting to dance you know like what what do you do for fun on your free time and stuff you mm -hmm. know and she's she could tell she was just like she was talking to me a bit like she enjoyed the conversation rather than me staring at her but then after a while she's like this guy ain't spending money on me so then she like walked away <laughs> oh, man. yeah i never quite understood the attention and where it is spent in strip clubs until I became a cripple. <laughs> so what do you mean by that? What do you mean? I mean, we're not going to run away with you. Usually the cripples in the, in the club are the ones not grabbing. We're usually the ones spending a little money because, you know, got to spend the check somewhere. And Damn. for some reason, we're the ones that they always tell their secrets to. Every single time, any single time I've ever ended up at a little club, it has always been a therapy session for her, not me. It's, I don't know why. Huh. That's interesting. That's interesting. Maybe she can, she feels like she can connect with you female to female. I don't know. I, at this point, I just think that they think that nobody's going to believe it if I say their secrets out loud. They're just going to think, nope, that bitch just escaped from the hospital. Whatever she said is drug-induced. Don't believe it. <laughs> Shit. Oh, that, that's kind of funny, though. Um, 
so like, have you, how do I word that? Have you um, heard of how savage the Canadian military is? Yes, I've served with quite a few of them. They're my absolute favorite. I just discovered how savage the Canadian military is. Up here, the Canadian military is a laughing joke, right? Like, it's kind of like, oh, you know, like, we're going to go after them with hockey sticks on our moose, you know? And, like, Canada Canadians are badass. That's because you guys are, the military guys are too polite to actually tell them what they're doing to, to these people. Yeah, but, like, in World War Two, and this is where I'm learning, in World War Two, when they stormed the beaches in Normandy, the, mm-hmm. the, the Allies were just going to let whatever Germans got away, they let them get away, right? They're just like, you're not on the beach anymore. See you yeah. later. The Canadians chased a whole battalion of Nazis through Europe, found every last one of them, and put a bullet in them. Yep. The Canadians weren't fucking around. Nope. And Canadians have also, as as far back, well, as early, and I mean as early, but like as recently as 2015, we're breaking Geneva Convention. Canadians are savage. I wouldn't count breaking Geneva Convention as savage. I would say that they're, we got to be yeah. a careful with that. Yeah, um, fair enough. Former military member myself. Um, the code is there for a very good reason. Yeah. But yeah. Canadians, Canadians be messing it up with the rest of them. Here you go. And and I just it. discovered there's a kitty cat. And I just discovered that, like, you know, in America, right, everyone's trained for a position, right? In, in the US Army. One one position, right? Like if one, if a guy if, yeah, if a guy goes down, they gotta wait for the next guy that's trained in that position to take his place. No. No? So I was lied to. Okay. Yeah, no, we definitely, um, unless it's one of those, like, I mean, you don't ever want to have a single point of failure anywhere because if they get sick, they have a baby, they get in a car accident, you know. If there's one guy with the passwords, then you're never going to open the computer again. The nuclear so, football. Yeah. So <laughs> you do have people that are trained and they may not be as expert as much of an expert as the person that is getting replaced but you know are you technically still in the military no no uh, okay would, would that be like something would, would you still want to be if you could like could you still be in it so they medically retired me okay okay so i could go back and fight the board again uh, cause I fought, I fought it the first time thinking that, you know, everybody always made fun of us for being in the chair force. I figured, Hey, might as well actually be in the chair force. That's not a thing. So don't do that. If you guys are thinking about doing that. Um, but, uh, I mean, if they would take me, I would, I loved my job. I love what I did. Um, but I know that they wouldn't anymore. So. I'm sorry if that was uh, sensitive, but like, yeah, no, I, I, I was just curious. I was just like, there's got to be something you could do for them, right? You would think. No. Nope, you're non-deployable. That is I mean, could you, could you think of a whole, whole little wheel team six trying to get through the sand? <laughs> like. Yeah, but you were stateside, right? Like. I was. 
but you're supposed to be deployable. Huh. Wheel team six. <laughs> it's just that there's that sense of humor. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. Oh shit. Nice. Yeah, no, I like I like that. Um wow. So do you what what do you do? Do you, what do you do now? Just like what like what what can you do or what do you do now? Yeah, no, um, I do content creation. I run media for quite a few different athletes and drivers uh, across multiple different spectrums. Um, I drive race cars myself, um, and then I'm sponsored to do so through a couple of different companies. Um, And yeah, about to go back to school as well. See, that worked out. What'd you go to school for? Uh, I'm going to school to... uh, at the NASCAR Technical Institute to uh, learn how to right. build stuff, chassis up. That, and you build a whole car from like we will, the, yeah, the ground up. That's cool. No, that yeah. that is cool. Mm-hmm. I love that. I yeah, man. yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I, and I, I, I love that. I seen in your, um, I seen in your, in your videos. You know, like you're very mechanical too, right? Like. You, I've seen your videos. Your boy, your fiance, soon to be husband. When this comes out, your husband. I've seen videos of your husband. Hey, uh, I've seen videos of your husband. Like he, he like has lifted you up and put you like right at the motor, like right at the engine, oh, yeah. right? And he's like, you know what? Like, hey, you know what? Like that. That's your rock right there. And I love that. Like, you know, oh, he's yeah. there for you whenever you need him. Oh yeah. No, he's, he's super fun. And we, we met when I was already seated and stuff like that. So he didn't really get to know, he didn't know the other me. So there was really nothing to like compare to or from, or, you know, anything like that. So it's all just kind of been like an adventure and just whatever we figure out that works is just kind of how we do it. Hell yeah. Do you think, okay. And I, and I don't know how to word this, but do you think you will ever walk ever again? Like, is there a chance? Not that we know of right now, but medical technology is always changing. Boom. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I, I, uh, and I think your, your like stand up thing that you got there, I think that that helps, you know, that could like stretch those muscles and like, you know, work something out that, you know, a miracle could happen. And that I think that would be kind of the forefront of where that would start. Yeah. Well, no, those standing frames are super good for anybody, even if you're not going to get back mobility, just to get the blood flowing retain that bone health and keep like all of that stuff going um retain the bone health mobility that's funny um (laughs) adhd yeah no um i get a lot of hate for it a lot of the time because people always are like well are you in therapy are you gonna go and do this to like try and do this and i'm like Honestly, I lived at Walter Reed for two and a half years doing all of their little treatments and the pincushion routine for literal years. Like, I don't, I I just don't really care anymore unless you can give me like a pretty high guarantee that it's going to work. I just, I have better things to spend my energy on as shitty as that sounds. Um, Doesn't sound shitty. Why, why would you spend all that time like working on something that, is not going to work right it could but like the chances are not very good right mm-hmm. and and you could just move on with your life and adapt and do other things and and you know become a badass in a chair right what you have mm-hmm. become the chair has not impeded you at all i appreciate that it's because You're i welcome. had some 
a long time ago told me it does not matter how you go from A to B, just matters what you do at B, C, D, E, and F. Fuck yeah. No, that that person that person's very smart, right? Like, um, I bet it was hard to get into that mentality, that mindset, though, or was it not? Like Yeah, the first couple of years, um, especially being somebody with I mean, it's not a spinal cord injury, so it wasn't like a, you wake up the next day and like everything's already gone. It was like a progressive every single day. Like you wake up with another little thing that you're like, fuck, I can't do this. Shit, I can't do that. Like, what the hell? Like, and it's a constant just like, you know, um, so it was definitely difficult to kind of get through that but once i figured out that like i already had the basic building blocks to make everything happen it was just how much effort did i have to figure out in the little basic adaptations left um and once i figured out that like that little stuff didn't matter in my happiness then everything was just kind of gravy especially this little guy okay is that like a an emotional support cat no um i do joke that he's my familiar though because he acts just like a little witch's cat <laughs> uh, so i was gonna make a joke about like you know did you join a sports team at walter reed right like where they're like you know you put like the blade runners against the people in the wheelchairs right like you know like basketball and shit so that is actually where I uh, I started doing all of the Warrior Games stuff. So I went and competed at the Warrior Games. Um, and then through that, I met the people from Oscar Mike, and that's how I started doing wheelchair rugby. Um, and then, yeah, that's basically how I got into it. That shit is vicious. You know. All right. Everybody, <laughs> Sirius Black would like to be famous again. Did you name your cat Sirius Black? I did. That is sick. It, too bad he's not a dog, but like that, no. that is Oh, still... no, he acts like a dog. Yeah, you said he plays fetch. He does. That's... Hey, Sirius Black, let's play some fetch. Let's see. Do we have something to play with? What is... Hey, picture. Let's see. Okay. I've never seen a cat play fetch before. Ready, sir? Come here. Bring it back. <laughs> is he making you out to look like a liar? He is. Because <laughs> it's not the thing that he's wanted to play fetch with. It's another scrunchie. How do you teach a cat how to play fetch? You let him watch your dog play fetch. It's the best That's... advice I have. I don't know. He sits for treats um he like literally will come when you call his name it's very weird i don't know whose cat this is and why they brought him with a dog or how i, I ended up with him but i come we... when my wife says my name too hey oh <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna hit you for this one and i'm okay with that hey you know what it's the not the first time i've said hey i talk about my wife on every episode it some capacity and uh yeah this this is probably the one of the more tamer ones i mean <laughs> i just got a package 
in the mail today. I can go grab it when we finish up with this uh, podcast and we can jump on live and the four of us can play a new game. What's it What's it called? It's the, the couples game from uh, Do or Drink or whatever it is. Oh, okay. All right. And you don't um, drink, which means you have to do all the challenges. So I don't have any alcohol here. So I, I, the last time I drank, I bought a bottle of Crown Royal Peach. I don't know if you ever had Crown Peach before. That's the shit. But if I'm gonna drink, I'm a whiskey guy, right? And like, I when I say drink, I have a cap full, and it fucks me up, right? <laughs> I drink, I drink to socialize, and it fucks me up on one drink, and then I pound the waters back. I get sober, and I feel good, and then I'm good to go. I'm having fun like the rest of them. Mm-hmm. That that's that's how. That's how I do it, right? And I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm- hell yeah. My wife and I just got into edibles like a year and a bit ago. And we, we haven't taken them much, like two times maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The first Welcome time. Welcome to the world. Welcome my to wa- the world. Yeah. Yeah. My wife has super bad anxiety. And when, when she tried an edible for the first time, it, she said for the first time ever, her brain was silent. That was me when I finally got on ADHD meds. Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. maybe that's what it is because we both have ADHD. So it um it was the it was the most quiet, thoughtful process that I've ever been able to work through, and I got a whole project done, start to finish, and I was like, whoa, this whoa. is what it's supposed to be like. Like no wonder I was bad in like everything. I I would take meds, but I don't want to lose my sparkle. Yeah. So, I thought that too. And I'd say I'm still decently funny. You're pretty funny. I mean, you just, you've got to learn what is the, what's the silent brain just babbling and what's actually creative, constructive babbling, you know? That's fair. That's fair. Right, like if I if I pop an ADHD med, I don't know what that's called, but like if I popped an ADHD med, is my podcast gonna suck? Uh, am I not gonna know how to make videos anymore? Uh, am I, you know? I mean, we can redo this tomorrow morning at eleven o'clock, and you can see what I'm like when they're actually working. <laughs> I'll be working, but like um, maybe next time. No, no, we don't need to do that. I prefer we'll, we'll pick a random weekend. Okay, whatever. Um, where can people find you on the social socials? Yeah. Um, so any of the socials, uh, just kind of a quad. Kind of a quad. I love that. And you're on you're on Facebook too. I am, but um, it's just the one public page. If it says add as friend, it's my private one. So please, please don't click on there unless I know you in real life, because you know. Yeah, yeah. My uh, my Facebook page is also um, a public page um yeah the public page and then you know my private one as well i i some people have found it because when i first started tiktok at the very beginning it was my it was my real name oh yeah and so like some people have found it some people have added i even had people call me i've got i think it's like twenty thousand friend requests sitting in my facebook my private facebook right now that's I don't crazy. even have the patience to click through all of those. So I'm like super sorry for somebody I know and you're sitting in the queue and you just got mixed in. I just. 
So we got to revisit something here. We have okay. to revisit wheelchair rugby. And what was the other one? Where you like smash into each other. It was like, well, the other game you play then. Murder ball? Murder ball? No, that's what wheelchair rugby is called. Wheelchair rugby. And then you like, you played something else too. I, I don't know. Either way, I saw a video. Like, there's a video of you and someone else in a wheelchair just smashing into it. Oh, we were just crashing to crash. Oh. Yeah, that was like, he. So that's a able-bodied guy, like, fully able-bodied legs, arms, core, everything. And he was just talking shit one day. And he was like, I want to see what it's like to get hit by a real rugby player. And I was like, all right, go sit down. Like, I'll show you what's up. And so he hit. And he was like, what the fuck? Are you okay? And I was like, I can't feel that, but your mom was about to feel how undignified you are. Like we're just messing around. Um, but no, we do uh, we do a lot of those like high impact crashes uh, when we're doing like demos, tests, and stuff like that. Uh, if we're filming for a TV show, we'll usually use that kind of um, impact just because it's a little bit more of a theatrical uh, blow up, basically. That is. That is badass. And and you're like, you can't feel that at all? Mm-mm. Like, your arms? Nothing? I mean, it doesn't hurt my arms. That is, that's the, and it doesn't do any more damage? Like, shouldn't. <laughs> that's crazy. No, that's crazy. Like, I mean, if it I, does. Don't, don't fuck know. with someone in a wheelchair. Jeez, they got a lot. Wait, wait, what you said yesterday is like, you got guys that are just built up anger mm-hmm. it, with a lot of people with built up anger just I mean, like hey, you know what wheelchair rugby is an all quad sport so like half of the dudes out there are low pointers and like for the most part can't even like grab a pen so like they can't even like write a hate letter let alone like punch the dude in the face that's been pissing them off and you give them like free reign to just like hey as fast as you can move your chairs as hard as you get to hit this dude like that's some pretty powerful motivation for people Hell yeah. Um, when when we meet up in Chicago, mm-hmm. uh, not if, when we meet up in Chicago, um, we have to find a place that does this. I was uh, going to say, we've got the national championships that'll be up there. There's a couple other tournaments and stuff like that. So where? send me a message. Uh, Chicago, all throughout this like hockey season, basically. Cool. I can go to a Blackhawks game and see Connor Bedard at the same time. Yes. Yes. Last time I was there, I got tanked at a Blackhawks game. I'm in. I've seen the Hawks play the Leafs, and I've seen the Hawks play Detroit in Detroit and in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to see Chicago versus Detroit mm-hmm. the first year Detroit opened their new barn. Um, I have a goal and it's to see the Leafs play every team in the league in that okay. team's home building. Okay. And so I'm halfway got, through the league. Las Vegas out here. So you got to come out here and see the Knights. Cause I want to go see them too. Yep. I've yet to see the Vegas golden Knights. Uh, believe it or not, I live in Alberta and I've never seen the flames play. That's uh, really, so you're not missing much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I'm halfway through the league, so um, that's I'm I'm excited for that. My favorite destination was was Florida to see the Panthers mm-hmm. play the Leafs. Seventy dollars for two tickets, like not mm-hmm. each. Oh yeah, together seventy dollars oh, yeah. at the glass beside the Leafs bench. Welcome, welcome to Florida, and why I grew up a Lightning fan. 
damn. Like, yeah. I could fly to Florida, mm-hmm. go to a game, eat, stay in a hotel mm-hmm. for less money than it would cost me to see a game here. Mm-hmm. And when you break your hand on the ice and the glass, banging really hard, nobody is going to look at you crazy. And two, you're not going to go to jail for causing a disturbance. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I took my oldest daughter when she was one. She's six now. So five years ago, I took her to see um, the Leafs versus the Oilers in Edmonton. Mm-hmm. I live in Edmonton. So nice. I took her to see the Leafs Oilers in Edmonton. And I we got we were at the glass. I had tickets for my buddy. I paid 150 bucks a piece for. I sold those for double that to another guy. Then I bought tickets at the glass because it was my daughter's first ever game. I got a video of her. Yeah, yeah. I, I, well, yeah. (laughs) It was her first ever game. And uh, I got a video of her. I was hitting the glass and she reaches up and she's hitting the glass. And I'm like, that's "That's my kid. That is the best. Yeah. And then I took my youngest daughter to her first. It was not, it was a junior game. It was uh, Mm -hmm. what we call the WHL, the Western Hockey League. And it was the Oil Kings game. And I I got those tickets through work. It was the Christmas, uh, Christmas thing. And it was a teddy bear toss game. So I I got my daughters pumped up by saying, hey, you're going to get a teddy bear to throw on the ice. When they score, you're going to throw that teddy bear on the ice for uh, some other kid who's less fortunate than you yeah. to have that teddy bear. And my daughters were just all about it. It was just them two and I that went. My wife got to stay home and she had a nice night off. So, like, I took them to the game. And um, soon as my my youngest daughter never been to a game before, she understood the assignment from the time we got there to the time we end, it ended, wouldn't stop screaming. Like, ah, yeah. And I'm like, that's my kid, right? And um when they scored every time they scored she's like yeah losing right? it and yep when they when they scored the first goal that's when the teddy bear tossed right that's you throw the bear as soon yeah. as i scored my daughter was like racing down to the ledge and like we got to stay in a private suite right so like she was racing to the ledge and she threw it and my other daughter threw hers and and then she's like can i throw another one and the people that were there she's like gave her another one to throw and she's like this is for for the for the other kids right she's just throwing it off and i loved it and it was good it was great right up until near the end the last 15 minutes or so they brought the ice cream out my kids dipped into the ice cream and that was it it was over like i never stood a chance yeah never stood a chance yeah well gage has never been to a hockey game so i will remember when i bring him to his first to not let him dip into the ice cream because i don't know if i can handle that isn't he like how old is gage he's 27 but still big kid big kid i got a qu- i got a question for you and i don't yeah. know if it, you can tell me to fuck off if you want to but like right. like are you guys able to have kids at all is that even is that even like a, yeah. a thing you want yeah we've talked about it i'm um, yeah. just waiting until i'm done with school Hell yeah, that's badass. So you guys are gonna have kids. That's cool, and that's not like gonna be hard on on anything. Cause shouldn't be. You wouldn't be able to feel the hips like separating either. Well, I do feel like my back pain and stuff like that because I rebroke my back in March. Or, oh. yeah, last March. Um, so it's like pretty visible. Um, I didn't go in and do surgery for it or anything. I just am kind of a dumbass and let it heal on its own. Don't recommend doing that. Like. 
Um, there was no back brace, no nothing. You just like, I'm going to chill here and let this heal. Yep. Um, I didn't actually know it was broken. I was having issues transferring and stuff like that. Um, I went in to do my rugby classification and they're like, hey, your, uh, your trunk function is way different than it was before. And I was like, eh, it did just crash the UTV in a bad wreck. So probably that. We'll see. Um, but my main concern was like a very, very prominent square shaped like bruise on my, on my leg. So I got that looked at instead of my back. Man, that bruise right there. My back is killing me, but that bruise, man, I tell you, that bruise, that hurts. I, I couldn't feel the bruise, and it Got was it. in, it's in, like, a femur spot close to my knee, so, like, that joint is already weaker. The bones are weaker closer to the joint, so, like, I figured, hey, if something's going to break, it's going to be right here where there's a big-ass bruise. Wouldn't that be perfect to break your legs, though? Like, you would just be like, yeah. hey, yeah. Uh, you I know. With, um, so, with quads, we have what's called autonomic dysreflexia. So like your blood pressure goes crazy, your heart rate goes crazy, you start sweating, which we don't normally do. Um, it's like, it's a very, very gnarly kind of like medical episode. And you can actually have a stroke if it's goes on too long. And it's usually caused by like lower body scrapes, cuts, breaks. Uh, if you have to pee, if you have to poop, uh, different things like that, that your body can't interpret the the real signals anymore properly yeah yeah it's into like a crazy little haze so you know what my adhd is thinking about right now did you ever see the show quads john callahan's quads on tv no you've never seen john callahan's quads oh my god uh so john callahan there's actually a movie i think on prime or netflix about it and I can't remember like what it's called, but Jack Black's in it and Joaquin it's Phoenix. The, it's the one where he uh, takes care of the dude in the power chair. Uh, <clears throat> so, no. Maybe? Um, <clears throat> so, sorry. So, um, Jack Black is driving drunk, right? And Joaquin Phoenix is beside him. And they crash the car. Joaquin okay. Phoenix wakes up paralyzed. Jack Black is fine. Joaquin Phoenix is pissed. So um, he's, he, he's, he starts, you know, angry. He's mad. He starts drawing to, like, uh, release his anger, right? And he's drawing about funny quadriplegic shit. And mm -hmm. no one will run this shit. No one will run it. And then after so long of, of doing it, they run it, right? And his name's John Callahan. So, um, and the cartoon, which was on the adult, adult swim or whatever okay. uh it was on after dark anyway uh so the cartoon is about like this these group of quadriplegics that live together right and it's a cartoon and they it's it's very grotesque but like it's he made it and someone ran it and then he turned it into a tv show and you know um <laughs> so there's a blind guy and his buddy is a, is a head on a skateboard and then there's another dude who like is like Joe Swanson from fucking Family Guy. And then all these guys just have all these issues, right? And it's so funny. Did you have a group of friends that you could be like Kara Baran's quads? Oh my God. So um, <laughs> I'm laughing so hard. Uh, we, um, there is, there's a movie, there's a movie called Murderball. 
about wheelchair rugby and it uh, follows a group of quads around. Um, we actually are like in the middle of like Loki making a, a remake of that. And nice. it's uh, myself and like five other veteran um, dudes from my rugby team. <laughs> and you, you're just going to have to watch. It's Where are you going to put this? I want to see it. Uh, I think it's going to be either on Hulu or Amazon. So you guys will definitely know when it gets, um, it's the whole last thing. Yeah. So um, like, you're actually like, this is going like streaming. Yeah. Good for you. Do you know where the original one is? Um, the original, I believe is on Amazon prime. I'm going to watch it tonight. When we're done, I'm going to watch it. Dude, it's you're called Murderball. So you're going to laugh so hard. And it's called Murderball. Called Murderball. Man. You need to go check out John Callahan's podcast. I will. I'm, like, a, I'm laughing so hard thinking about it. So if you Google it, right, you'll probably find like car, like images of it. But I don't know where you'd find it to watch. Okay. But I'm sure you can find it out where you can find it, right? Like, yeah, it's got to be somewhere. Or you can stream it. Do you have a Fire Stick or something? Um, I got an Apple TV. We'll figure it out. It's somewhere. It's somewhere. It, it, this show is great. These guys say some off-color shit, and like it's just like inappropriate and you know fun. me. I'm the dark humor. Oh yeah, I love it. I love your dark humor. It's amazing. <laughs> like when I, I, we were talking about Abby in the chair last night, mm -hmm. and like Abby in the chair from took me down. Nub. Oh, she didn't take me down. I've been down Nub Tuck a lot, but Abby in the chair was there. And that's how I found her. Gosh, man, like Abby, Abby, just like you, she, except for, you know, she dipped her toe in a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. She's like, you know what, what happened to me sucks. But like, you know, like I can make fun of it. I don't want anyone else to make fun of it yet. So like she dips her toe in it. She gets good views. It's mm -hmm. funny. She doesn't have her stitches or her duets on, understandably. And then, um, and then one day it changes, right? Like she Mm -hmm. I I can't believe I'm gonna say she dove in, and that's how she fucking gets uh, broke her neck. She got drunk, dove into a hot tub, done. So she dove, she dives into this dark humor, and I think mm -hmm. she's quite comfortable there now. Heck yeah! You'll find a lot of people when they have something like pretty traumatic happen, they will either go all the way, one of three ways, really. Excuse me. <clears throat> They either get super religious, like extreme. What's that? Oh, you're giving, you're giving a thumbs up. Oh, does it do it for me too? I don't know. No. Okay. Ah! Yes. What? What is this? I tried clapping. It's not doing anything for me. To work. If, if in case no one's noticing, she gave the peace sign and balloons came up and then she gave what what did you do here what was oh, the thumbs up? thumbs up gives the thumbs what? up you can do it what? down oh i think two of I'm them not, i'm not getting anything here oh oh it rains what is this one lasers or something i think what how do you know this do you use Streamyard? no um, it's like a, it's an Apple thing. I found it. Oh my God. So you're going to love this story. I was I FaceTiming my grandmother. I was FaceTiming my grandma and she is this little 
four foot nothing Italian spicy meatball of a human being, just the goofiest person that you would imagine being 29 years old from the 1950s living in Connecticut, right? Just a goofy, goofy, goofy Italian woman. We're FaceTiming. And I'm terrible at communicating and like keeping in constant communication, especially if I love you. Like it's just my brain. Same, same. Especially since, since, especially since social media, Mm -hmm. I can't do it. Mm -hmm. There's so much, there's so much going on all the time. If you're texting me, I'll get back to you when I can. If you're calling me, if I can't mentally handle that, I will not answer the phone. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm FaceTiming my grandma. We're having lunch. We're doing a little lunch thing together, right? And she says something and I'm like, "Uh uh-huh, cool. And I just kind of give her a little thumb up, right? And it does this. As she loses her mind, and for people that are just listening and not watching, it did a little thumbs up emoji again um, on the screen. But she loses it, right? Because this is my grandmother. She just finally learned what an emoji was and when it's an appropriate usage of like the eggplant one. Like you gotta wait until somebody knows you're talking about actual groceries, right? (laughs) but the screen is now bewitched and only my screen is bewitched because hers will not do a single one of the reactions so she is losing it giggling every time i figure out one of these things because i'm over on my computer googling them as like you know we figured it out now i gotta make her laugh but she's mad she's like mad laughing because she can't do it too so my (laughs) friend I, th- I think we, uh, I think the grandkids all have to get together and get you an, a new iPhone for Christmas because yours might be a little too old. What iPhone do you have? Um, I've got the 14, but my grandmother is running the iPotato, which is like circa <laughs> 2002. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have a 14 Pro Max. That's, it yeah, must be a new update. Same- is it? A, is it a new update? Mm-hmm. I have to 17. Update. When when did this when did this update come out? Uh dude. October, September. It was the 17. I have to update. I don't I that's it. I'm doing it. We're updating. You should and it is the I best. need I need the thumbs up. I need my screen to be witched. It's shit I that shit that I just need at this it's point. It's so entertaining. And honestly, if your grandma has FaceTime, you should. FaceTime your grandma and show them the bi- the bewitch screen because it's super funny. Oh, my grandma had uh, two strokes two years ago back to back, and she is kind of sort of just learning how to text again now. So she will love the balloons. Yeah. Oh, she's doing it. There you go. Look at that. She's got balloons. No, that is. Have you seen all the new emojis too in the text? I have not. Oh boy. Oh my God. There's so many new emojis, like crazy new emojis. I can't even explain. I can't even explain. There's just too many of them. All right. We'll have to table that one for our, uh, our daytime chat. <laughs> so, I get, so I got a question for you. Do, you. do you, do you know what uh, viscosity is? Like the thickness of something? Bingo. The thickness of a load. You said something about the eggplant emoji, uh, and it it just threw me into vis- the viscosity thing. So okay. I don't know. Have you ever listened to the podcast before or not? I have not. I don't uh, I don't listen to many things because my brain will 
start listening for other things two seconds. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so, and that's fun. You don't need to listen to the thought. It's, it's cool. Hey, maybe this will be the first. Hey. Um, hey. Uh, so do you want to say anything to future Kara and um, Gage if you're listening in? Hmm. Drive fast. Don't take too many chances and uh, never forget your Nomex socks. I think drive fast and never take too many chances are like contradicting. No, not at all. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, it doesn't take a good driver to drive a fast car fast. It takes a good driver to be able to drive a slow car fast. So driving fast and not taking too many chances are super not intertwined in any way, shape or form. Actually, you just all went Dominic Toretto on me here, didn't you? I mean, science is science. Fuck. Uh, so, so where I'm going, where I'm going with the viscosity question, the thickness of a load is the podcast is sponsored okay. uh, by the, by the mud man, the mud man okay. deals in, and this is his logo here. I'm wearing his hat today. I dig um, it. Yeah. He's got a new one out actually. I've yet to see it or I have seen it. I just don't have it myself yet. So, um, the mud man deals in like the thickness of, of mud and like, water and shit going down hole on a drilling rig, right? I work okay. on, I work in the oil field. So, yeah. um, yeah, the mud man for all your drilling, uh, drilling needs for all your laboratory testing equipment and drilling fluid needs. So yeah, the mud man's got your back. If you've got a thick load. <laughs> Cheers to that. Hey, there's your I was, cheap wine. I was going to say if they have like a, a pink and a blue, version i'll wear it but i don't know if i can uh if i can do that anymore <laughs> yeah. i don't know yeah. if i uh, carry quite a thick enough load for that oh boy um where do i go with that statement um uh wow gage we need to have a conversation <laughs> uh gage zinc all i'm telling you is zinc how old is gage <laughs> That wasn't the problem at all, you goofball. <laughs> How old is Gage? Uh, 27. 27. Okay, mm -hmm. this time is coming then. Because, quite literally. Uh, so, <laughs> so um, as a man in my mid-30s, men in their mid-30s have the thickest loads they'll ever have at any point in time in their, in their lives. I think that's because that's when your body's like, yep, this is our peak anything after this or before this kind of sucks well kind of yeah so so as a man in my mid-30s i'm already like you know the viscosity is there right yeah. and and i up my zinc intake this past summer oh, like Jesus. a lot right so like i'm running on over overtime here you know and and i think this might be the end of the loads conversation yeah, I was going to say, you either need to get a TV or start uh, investing in your wife's IUD supply. Cause... Oh, yeah. Well, I spend like uh, up to a month away from home at a time and uh, on the road at work. And, uh, you know, abs absence makes the heart grow fonder. It does. Right? It, does. it does. It does. And, you know, when I do get home, you know, it, it, it's a good time. The kids are awake. It, it hurts a little bit, right? It's like, hey, you guys, this middle of the day, can you go anywhere but here Watch right a TV now? movie for like two seconds. Go away. Here's a box exactly. of Cheerios. Exactly. Sugar if you want. I don't care. 
have it all. Just get out of here. Go play with strangers in the street. I don't care. Mm -hmm. Go ask somebody if you can have candy or something. I don't care. Go away. I feel that. No, I'm I'm usually the one on the road. Gage stays home and works the the day job that he's been working. Um, And I'm usually the one gone doing the things and stuff. Um, So we definitely kind of feel you on that. I'm usually gone like 250-ish days out of the year, maybe more. Yep. Yeah, it's about that. Um, so um, when I started TikTok and 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 the whole social media thing, it was at the beginning of the pandemic. And I tell this story all the time. So uh, it was at the beginning of the pandemic and I couldn't the fly because we were, yeah, the panorama. Yeah, we were living across the country and I couldn't fly easy. So um, I would spend six months away and I'd go home for four days, maybe. And I'd be back out here for the six months, two years, 20 days at home. It was horrible. And that just fucked with me so badly. And uh, my daughter was born two days before the pandemic started, my youngest. So like that, it was hard, you know, it was hard, but yeah, you know, they're young to really remember a lot of that. And our brains are wired to remember good over bad for the most part. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that, that that's you know I've talked about it a lot, but you know I, I I don't know if I'm really if I'm beaten uh beaten off a dead horse here yet, but you know uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting that in any way, shape, or form. That was funny as fuck. That's the same, right? That was that was the most Canadian phrase you could have ever used. Hey, you got family in uh, Canada, right? You said I do. I do. What's funny is, um, so the World's Fair, they were up in Canada back in like Montreal. the 80s, 80s. Yep. Uh, so my granddad was a rock star back back then, and toured all over the U.S., all over Canada. Um, and played at the World's Fair. And the World's Fair is actually the breeding ground of most of my cousins. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so, uh, how, what I, was the I band? The Gap. The Gap. Like the store, The Gap? No. Um, I mean, I guess, yeah. Their big hit song was The Sheriff back then. And yeah. I'm going to look that up. Are they, they got their music on um, Apple and stuff? They have one on YouTube. Everybody uh, except for one is now passed. Uh, Lori Records is who owns all of it. Um, so if you look it up on YouTube, The Gap, um, it'll have like a little record looking thing with a red and white center album label. That's badass. Yeah. That is so cool. That's your grandfather, you said? Yep, my granddaddy. So granddaddy was a rock star. Yeah. yeah. Damn. So. That's probably why I'm as crass as I am. <laughs> That's awesome. What? Yeah. This, see, look at that. Like, how have you talked about that on TikTok? Not really. This is my Dave Skylark moment. This is this 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 is my Eminem is gay moment. You've never actually. You've, you want to know something oh, really, really, really crazy? That you've never told anyone else before? Yeah, because we just found it out. 
Um, nice. I'm up in Reno a couple weeks ago. Uh, we're testing out some of my new media equipment and my best friend went off to go do one of her meetings. Her mom came in so that she could watch her daughter while we were all going to the race. So it's this little like in between little overlap time. I'm chilling with the mom and we're just talking and she's telling me stories about the old days back here out in the Wild West and stuff like that because we're up in like Reno, Pahrump, like Kingman, like these kind of ghost towny areas, uh, so to speak. And so we're talking and she's telling me about all these bands and all these men that she used to flirt with. And I was like, okay. Have you ever heard of anybody by the name of Ronnie Logue? Like they might have played around here, you know, the Gap Band. And she was like, oh my God, you're never going to guess. And I was like, what? And she was like, I have their record at my house right now. My best friend's mother. Mind you, my best friend is 15 years older than me. Her mother, who I'm randomly hanging out with and randomly bring this up to, has the actual original record of my granddad playing. That's badass. Weird. That is crazy. No, that that is that is pretty special actually, right? Like, did you guys go listen to it? No, it's at our house that was like two hours away and we had to leave for the race. But I am gonna ask her if I can buy it off of her because I know that she would give it to me and I would feel very uncomfortable just taking something that's that old and valuable. But I will pay her for it because my mom would lose her fucking mind. Man, that's so cool. That is, I have a, a similar thing-ish. My dad, my granddaddy, no one in my family's a rock star. But like, my dad was adopted out when he was a baby, right? Okay. And this was supposed to be an episode of the podcast, but maybe it still will be at some point. But my 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 dad was adopted out when he was a baby. My grandfather immigrated here from England in like the early sixties. Okay. Um, you know my my aunt had bronchitis. They could only treat it in Canada and Australia, so they came here. I found his papers where he had to work on the boat to get them over here. I found that on Ancestry. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Serpent type stuff. Yeah. And um, so long story short, they get over here. My grandfather and his wife, they split. My grandfather gets with my grandmother, uh, my Nana. Um, from I've heard many stories about it. I, I'll leave that detail out for now. I don't want to step on any toes. But she, my grandfather gets with my Nana mm -hmm. and um, has my dad. They put him up for adoption. She's way too young. And... Um, uh, year one year to the day later, my grandmother, my nana has um, another kid, and that birthday played like a huge role in how we found them fifty years later. And uh, yeah, and what was crazy was my dad lived, and this is the craziest part. My dad lived right behind his brother for ten years. Didn't know him. my sister walked to school with her cousin. Can you imagine that they fell in love? That's. Bumping uglies with your cousin? I mean, my sister did it, and they made a triple X phone film. My other sister. I mean, times were different <laughs> back then. Back then, we're talking four years ago. My sister did it. <laughs> back then, four years ago, you know, my sister and her cousin. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I stay out of. I stay out of all that. Now, um, that would be. 
yeah, that's insane. But I, I don't know. I've seen like the news articles, the little clickbaity things where like I did this, but like I knew inside before I d- did it. Like, then why did you do it? If you had oh, some yeah. sort of inkling that things were like off and maybe not the most kosher, like, then why did you go through with it? When my wife and I did our ancestry, uh, this was only three, four years ago. Uh, four years ago? It could have been longer than that. Ten years ago. No, I think it was five. My oldest Probably was like 30, old man. <sighs> my, yeah. My youngest, my young, my oldest was born at the time. So it was like five years ago. Six okay. years ago even. It's five. So um, when we did it, when we got him back before we opened it, it's like, hey, no matter what this says, right? If, if it comes back, we're related. We're throwing it in the garbage. We're, we're lighting it on fire and we're not speaking of this again, right? Like, hey, we'd been together for like ever at this point, married for five years or something like that, you know? And it's kind of like six years maybe. And it's like, I'm not going back, you know? You're like, like I don't want to try Tinder. Oh. If I'm supposed to go left or right or up or down or... No, and uh, I I couldn't do that anyways, you know? I couldn't date these days anyways, because just like, ugh. Like, you know, my wife and I, like, we've been together since we were 16, right? Yeah. I know her inside and out, right? I know what her insides look and feel like. So I watched her give birth to two children. I've watched the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know... Um, wow, that's twice this episode now. That's good. That's hey, that that's good. Still not as bad as some of them. <laughs> Cheers. Cheap wine, free water. Maybe that'd be the name of the episode. Cheap wine and free water. Hey. I was gonna call it legs in the wheel man. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh man. No, that that's good. Fuck. Oh man. Um I have a question for you. What's up? If so, as a woman like, that's been in the military and done all this amazing stuff post military, right? Um, you're, you've paved the way, or you're you know you're trying to pave the ways for for others like you. What, what kind of advice do you have for like others that are in your situation or similar to you, or or maybe they're not there yet and they find themselves there? by circumstance at some point in the future? Um, so I will say the the very, very, very first rally that I ever did, um, the entire reason that I said yes and trusted a stranger to keep me safe in the desert, uh, literally with nobody that I knew around, um, was because when I Googled a person in a wheelchair doing something like this, nothing came up, absolutely nothing. Um, so my advice to you, if you find yourself in a situation where you are doing something where nobody else has done it before you, uh, just give it your all and make sure that you know that even if it's difficult, even if you don't make it through the entire thing, you're still making it so that the next person after you can get a little further. And that's how we win together is if we continue to get up the mountain together. Hell yeah, Wayne Gretzky, Sean Bryce, so Alex Ovechkin could shine brighter. Mm-hmm. Look at that! Oh shit, full circle. But yeah. Sorry. So, go ahead. I mean, now you're good. Just full throttle. I mean, 
put the put the brakes on when you have to. You'll know when you need to, but also like don't be afraid to get into it and just really give it your all. Some of the best things that I've ever done for myself were investing in myself, and it was also the scariest thing that I've ever done in that moment. So you just you just got to go for it, man. You just got to go for it. That's amazing. And when people tell you it's not possible, give them your tallest finger and fucking do it. I just had to look at my finger to see if it was the tallest one. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. The most polite way to do it in a corporate email. (laughs) Here's my tallest finger, sir. (laughs) With my tallest fingers concern. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, I don't want to keep you too much later, though. No, you're good. Okay. All right. We'll keep going then. Hell yeah. I have 5% left on my phone, so. Oh, shit. Well, I don't want to keep it too much later. <laughs> so uh, I usually wrap it up by asking one one more question. Yeah. And, um, you know, um, I've been told it's pretty good and it stumbles people and it's it's uh, a mindfuck, I guess, in a way. Um, so uh, Mount Rushmore has four of the most influential people in history up there, depending on who you ask. Um if you could have your own Mount Rushmore with four people that in, you inspire to be or that inspire you or that you look up to, who, who would they be and why? Hmm. I'm going to have to get back to you on that one. I, uh, I'm not very good with names, part of like the way that my brain works now, um, post-injury and stuff like that. I, uh, it's not something that I do very well with. Okay. So well, I'll get back to you on that one. Uh, but I promise they're four very influential people. All right. All right. What, what do you know what they did? Um, one of them is the dude. There it is. There's the finger. That, it <laughs> throws me off guard every time. I forget that it's going to happen and then it happens. Okay. Um, one of them is... Um, the dude. Then the uh, the sand car, the original one. Uh, what we based the razors off of uh, today. Was um, it a the other one is a car. It's a car guru is the best that I can describe him. Um, he's a car coordinator, stunt coordinator um, in the SAG and like movie industry. Uh, Scotty Richards is his name. Oh uh, shit! You remembered him. I did. I did. I just talked to him the other day. Um, he is one of those people that is just like passionate and like all about the energy of the world, the situation, the environment, and like is just very vulnerable to it. And I just kind of love that about him. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's all good. Don't worry about it. Hey, you know who I would throw up on there? Kara Brand. I appreciate, but, but don't someone's, do that. Let me do something actually cool there. first. Let me do something actually worthwhile first. And then Listen, I'm a simp. Okay, I'm not afraid to admit that. I'm a simpleton. The fact that you crash, fucking wheelchairs at high velocity into each other. The fact that you, uh, you're you also a heat wave person and you served in the military and then 
you know, once this happened to you, you didn't let it stop you. Fuck, I think that deserves a place on the rock. I appreciate that. I appreciate Hell yeah. But mainly like because you played murderball. I feel like I deserve it, though. Two more years? Give me two more years. I got some shit up my sleeve. Two more years. I'm okay. Well, hey, I take it back then. Fuck it. You know what? It, it, it's been, there's no take backs usually, but we're taking it back. And take we're going to, right back. We're going to, we're going to return to this in two years. Return to sender. Got it. <laughs> Full send. No breaks. Yeah. The next time we'll have you on. I'm waiting two years. I'm marking it in my calendar right now. Hell yeah. Two years to the day. And we're going to find out what you accomplished. All right. Or we could all just watch your TikTok. If I if I have the time to put them up still. It's been busy, man. Yeah. Yeah, I get you. I hear that. Hey, Gage. Do you want to come say hi since you're making noise? Gage, got to come say hi. You got to do it, man. Hello. Look at, look at that Wolverine looking mother trucker. Look at that guy. <laughs> Man, like fucking Hugh Jackman would be proud. What a stud. Man, yeah. congratulations. I had, I had the full chops there for a long time and then I shaved yeah, everything in the middle, but yeah, somebody doesn't like it. So well, it doesn't matter what she likes. It's what he likes, right? <laughs> it does if he wants to sleep in a bed. Oof. Um, well, we all know that the wheelchair sleeps in the bed with you, though. So, hell yeah. Well, yeah. Hell yeah. I've seen that video. Um, hey, by the time this one comes out, you're all, you'll already be married. So, Gage, congratulations, man. Thank you. Thank you. You're, I've been married for 11 years, man. It's, it's, it's one hell of a ride, dude. You don't think anything <laughs> changes, everything changes. Yeah. And not in a bad way, unless no, it's supposed it a bad to be. Way, but like, hell yeah, man, you're supposed to keep just growing together. You can be a little you... bit more honest in your conversations because there's more paperwork involved if you want to split. Exactly, <laughs> or you can just go out and dip for milk or cigarettes or something, and there is no paperwork. Sorry, I got abducted <laughs> on the way home, or I got, you know, someone hit me, and you know, I, I'm no longer alive, right? I'm no yeah. longer here. You know, he could he could disappear. I was going to say, what did he talk to my dad before this episode, or what? Hey, man. Oh, shit. Did your dad disappear? No, I was just making a joke, and I wanted to see how you would react. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, that's that's cool. You know, for Christmas last year, I asked for a bigger dick, and when I got woke up in the morning, my dad was under the tree, so. That's fair. I was going to say, did it, did it, like, overflow your wife's purse or something, or her pants stopped buckling? Oh, man. I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> uh, thanks for coming on, Gage. <laughs> yeah, all right. Course. All right. This is this has been a lot of fun, Karen. Thanks for coming. Oh, yeah. Hell oh, yeah. yeah. You, for you go. Me on, seriously. No, I, I, I'm glad you are able to come on. I'm, I, I, and you wanted to, you know, like, oh, yeah. we, we have a good time over here. And, you know, it, I don't know. We have a good time. So, heck yeah. And I think we're going to jump off of here and maybe play a game for a couple of minutes. If you can go convince a lovely wife of yours. I will. I'll ask her if she wants to. Oh, yeah. Tell her Hell she yeah. Choice. We have to be best friends. Oh, so on TikTok? Yeah, right now. How do, how do you do that? Uh, I'm going to grab the game and then we'll shuffle it up. And when you guys are supposed to draw a card, I'm just going to do this and close my eyes. So you and okay. everybody else will see it. But Gage and I will still have to 
pretend like we haven't seen your card. All right. I, w- I got you. <laughs> uh, all right. I'll, I'll convince her. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Kara, you stay frosty. You stay frosty. That's my job. So yeah, I will. Good. <laughs> okay. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. No, thank you for coming. <laughs>